Gotta be honest, guys, I know you were expecting the opening of the bottle, but we tried to record the podcast about five minutes ago, cracked open the bottle, and immediately my computer died. So, didn't want to waste a good beer. We're, we're already drinking. Uh, this is episode no seven of the Fumble Ruski. Fumble send Ruski. <laughs> I'll send you one? Yeah. All right. I'll text it to you. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> gurgle, gurgle. Chug, chug. <laughs> there we go. Now we can both be drinking. <laughs> um, that being said, we just started to talk about it when we got so rudely interrupted by my laptop. Um, yeah, you looked more at the freaking beer in your fridge than you did your battery percentage. And actually, I fucked up the beer opening process too, so I'm just having a rough start to the day. But you know what? It's okay. Um, but we just got started talking about Le'Veon and, and his situation right now, just released by the Jets, um, and now in between the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Dolphins. But who the fuck wants to go to Buffalo? And he already followed Patrick Mahomes on Twitter, and he already has a house in Miami. If you could guess, Fernando, where is Le'Veon going? Dude, that's what I'm saying. I think he's tired in New York. I think he tried the Jets. He said, if, I, I'm, if you lived in New York City, why the fuck would you move to Buffalo? Just I mean, right, yeah, there. No, right there. Oh, over Miami? Exactly. Yeah, there's no reason. Because the only allure Buffalo has is like, hey, you know, I play the Jets two times a year. I get a doggy him twice a year. But, you know, he followed Mahomes on Twitter. And he and he has a house in Miami, and he and apparently he likes Miami, you know. So I'd say those are the two top teams right now, Chiefs and Miami. And I, I hate I own Miles Gaskin, so I hate myself for saying this. I think he chooses Miami, man. I just don't see him going to a team like yes, the Chiefs are more ready to win right now, but I don't know if Le'Veon wants another team that's just not going to give him carries because they're going to split between Clyde and Le'Veon. They're not going to give up on. They're not going to give up on Clyde at all. Exactly, he's no still going to get starter share. It'd be one A, one B, and Le'Veon was not a workhorse in the Jets like he wanted to be, like he was in Pittsburgh. And I love Miles Gaskin. I have him in fantasy, and I would hate for this to lose him. But as a Dolphins fan, if we got Le'Veon Bell, that is a coup. That is a Patriots move right there by Mr. Brian Flores, and I would love to see him on the team. He could easily dominate the touches. Fuck Jordan Howard. Cut him right now. You know, send him back to the well, bums. Well, that's my thing. So, so one, I, I, I believe that if any coach, like Le'Veon's had locker room issues in the past, but I think with the new Dolphins organization and the way Brian Flores and his players sort of interact with each other, if anybody can get to him, it is Brian Flores. And second, I think it actually makes sense a lot for the Dolphins because they just shopped, they just shopped uh, during free agency and got Jordan Howard, who's done absolutely nothing but sit on the bench. He's like, he wasn't even active for last game. So if you can sign Le'Veon Bell for not much more, um, and then your offense is pretty much set in its core for the next couple years. Because you got Tua coming in, you'll have Le'Veon, who's not even 30 yet, and then you have Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Mike Kosicki, and a brand new offensive line already set. That so offensive really line sense. is the only reason why I don't know if... Le'Veon is looking at Miami as his. But they're they're only gonna get better. It's not good now. Right. But with three of them, three of them are rookies. But he's a patient guy. He's like his his game literally relies that's, on that's patient That's that's very running, true. You know? like, that is very true. Holes and we do not open holes, man. Like I saw that Miles Gaskin twenty one yard run and I was pumped. I was like, yo, we made a hole. We did it. That's actually a very good point about the line because he's probably the most patient runner there is in the NFL when he's good. 
Oh. And the Chiefs, that Chiefs system would be beautiful for him. You know Andy Reid could scheme up some beautiful plays for him. And, like, you're not stacking the box up against Patrick Mahomes, man. Like, if you stack up the box to, to stop Le'Veon Bell and you forget that Patrick Mahomes is there, just get your defense ready, man. They're about to come on the field because he just threw a touchdown. And so I think that's I think that's what Le'Veon has to decide. If he goes to the Chiefs, he'll probably win now. Like, like he, they could easily, not easily win a Super Bowl, but they have a real shot at winning the Super Bowl. But if he goes to the Dolphins, he can be the main guy because he on. can't do that in Kansas City. Le'Veon, Le'Veon, come to Le Miami. Le'Veon, yeah, do it. And just doggy the Jets twice a year. <laughs> You get to go from having to listen to the lies of J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You get to hear the truth of the chant. You get to hear J-E-T-S, sucks, sucks, sucks. 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 You get to hear that twice a year, man. Wouldn't that be beautiful? (laughs) It is a beautiful sound. And you get to go to the (laughs) team that fired Gase. The guy who everyone was saying, yo, Le'Veon, just hold it out, man. They're going to fire Gase and they're going to bless you. And Gay said, nah, homie, I'm going to fire you before they fire me. <laughs> okay, I don't understand, first of all, how Adam Gay still has a job. The man's clearly not a good head coach at this point. And, like, I think people know that by now. I was and he fooled, still man. has a job. When we went to the playoffs. And, and none like, of the players like him. When we went to the playoffs, when we played against the Steelers, I was fooled, man. I thought Gase was the mm-hmm. truth. I was like, the next young Billy out here, like, come on. And then it all went downhill from there, bro. He's all went downhill. Locker room problems. I was like, trust trust him, trust the process. Nah, he's an idiot, man. He's an idiot. Tannehill went tra- to the Titans and is now oh balling God, out. Oh, my God, man. Kenyon Drake signed a big deal in Arizona. Not balling out, but. Not balling out, but he's, he, he should have been balling out. Um, but Adam Gase, yeah, the, none of the players like him. His team's 0-5. He just sold his best player. Um, and somehow he hasn't been thrown out yet. Yeah, man. Uh, when Bill clearly O'Brien, they're a terrible Dan, franchise. Bill, Bill O'Brien, Dan Quinn lost their jobs. How the hell does Adam Gay still have their jobs? Okay, well, well, Dan Quinn deserved to lose his job. It was time for him to go. I don't know how he was the coach of the Legion of Boom, man. That's ridiculous, bro. What a right. fraud. What an a- Like, he might be the I mean, biggest fraud. Was their defense good- was terrible. Their defense was terrible. He might be the biggest coaching fraud I've ever seen since Joe Philbin. When everyone well, was like, know. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he led Aaron Rodgers' offense. No idiots. He was the O-line coach. He became, the, like, their offensive coordinator. And then he didn't call any plays because he had Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy. Yeah. And then he became well, head I mean, coach. I mean, Mike McCarthy calls his own plays anyways. Exactly. Um, but, but I don't know because a lot of people just don't have what it takes to be a full head coach. But they could be a great coordinator. Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. Great coordinator on the Patriots, right? Fantastic defensive coordinator. But Lovely then he beard. became a head coach, and he hasn't done a great job. <laughs> yeah, my dad just knows him as that pencil loser who just loses games. Pencil loser, loose games. Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. Exactly. <laughs> yes, um, dad. My dad talks like Poppy from... From yeah. Questionable. <laughs> Can we get him on one one episode? Only if the, he's drunk. The OG Fernando Marcos. He has his own podcast, actually. The Beautiful Game, guys. It's a it's a soccer podcast with his two homies. Shout out to the Beautiful Game. Shout out we'll to the a, Beautiful we'll Game. We'll do a crossover a episode soon. <laughs> <laughs> his name is also Fernando too. So that's that's that double stats right there. 
He's the better Fernando Marca. He is the senior, bro. I literally <laughs> came from his balls. Like, how am I supposed literally. to surpass that man? All right, before we get too deep into that topic, I think it's time to go to the other uh, breaking news, which is the current COVID outbreaks happening right now. Uh, this morning, the Falcons had two positive cases, one player and one coach. Right now, their facilities are shut down. There's been no ruling on the game yet so far. But this could be a major fantasy impact. Yeah, um, this this is big, man. That's that Falcons-Vikings game, you know, like... Oof. So know. I got to say, I was just talking to my brother, and he said that he has Todd Gurley and he has Alexander Madison because... Dalvin Cook is hurt. And those are his two starters this week, which is normally great. Um, Ty Gurley's actually, I believe, the third leading rusher in the NFL this year so far. Um, and then Alexander Mad- Madison, when he plays, is a starting caliber running back. Oh, like a 100% starter, starting caliber running back uh, who's probably going to get you 15, maybe 16 or 17 points. Um, yeah, if you own Dalvin and didn't have Madison, you're an idiot like me. I have Madison in the league, so I'm hoping he plays. But, for example, for somebody that has Todd Gurley and Alexander Madison, if the Vikings-Falcons game doesn't happen, you lose. Like, you have no other option. And that's when it starts to depend. Like, I've heard some leagues are put, like, like their commissioners are allowing alternate players. Like, you could say, like, for example, for this game, in this scenario, if your brother had Madison and Gurley, and he had a guy like Gaskin, you know, who he wouldn't start over those guys. Yeah. He could be like, hey, if the game gets canceled... I want Gaskin's points to, to count, you know, because Gaskin's playing earlier and I won't, and he'll be locked into my bench before the game gets canceled. I won't know. You know? Yeah, and I mean, the tough, thing about, the tough thing about COVID and everything is that you're not going to drop a player that's worth having on your roster. Right. Like, it's I'm not, not going to drop Alexander you know, it, Madison. Exactly. It's not an injury. It's literally, you know, he's coming back in a week. Exactly. And then that really hurts a player like Alexander Madison because if the Vikings don't play, he doesn't play. And then if he doesn't play, Dalvin Cook comes back and his value drops back down. Dude, it's just it's just tough all around. You know, it is interesting though, and like <clears throat> it's a strategy I've been trying to do. Like we're talking about like earlier COVID stuff, like <clears throat> I'm trying to target players like the Steelers, you know, like guys who've already had their bye weeks, players like it. the Titans, <laughs> you know, like it's kind of a blessing. I hate dealing with bye weeks, you know, and the guys who've already had a week four bye week, week five bye week. Like, I'll take you, you know. A guy like Derrick Henry shoots up to me over a guy like, well, I don't know. I was going to say Miles Sanders because I'm trying to trade him. But but yeah. Derrick Henry's better anyways. But, yeah, he's better <laughs> anyways. But, like, you could say Derrick Henry, I would rather have him than Zeke right now because yeah. Derrick Henry already has had his bye week, you know. Zeke, I know I'm going to lose him for a week. So shit like that. Or, you know, Steelers, you can go for Juju, James Conner. Those are backs and wide receivers who already have played. So COVID can be fucked, but if you know how to play it, it could also be smart for you guys. You guys just got to really – this is a whole new season, man. It's a whole different game. It really is. I mean, it's really a whole new dimension to the to the year just because there's – and it, it, like I don't personally like it just because it's so unknown like that not even the NFL knows what the outcomes are going to be. I mean, they um, literally don't know what they're doing. I mean, yeah, they don't know what they're doing, but there's been no information – provided like in advance enough like for example the bills bills titans game was scheduled for tuesday right but when you have games that start sunday at one 
but your Bills-Titans players are in a possibly unsure game on Tuesday, you really have to make a decision of whether or not you're going to start your Bills and Titans players. Or if you're this week, whether you're going to start your Vikings and your Falcons players um, if their game gets rescheduled to another day with the possibility of being canceled. Uh, so it's really tough. Good luck. I wish we had answers, but right now nobody has answers. <laughs> the interesting thing is also, like I, I, have, I have a league in ESPN, and I have a league in, in Sleeper. It's a cool fantasy app I actually just started doing this year. Um, ESPN actually changed the waivers so that since the games were on Tuesdays, they did the two two day clear policy. So you weren't able to have a waivers up until like that Wednesday night, Thursday morning, you know, which was just this last night, which is when our, all of our GOG um, waivers yeah. cleared Spencer. Um, I got nobody because I'm 5 and 0. But in <laughs> Sleeper, you. they didn't care, you know, and a lot of people in my league missed out on players because they didn't claim them. Even though they still cleared Wednesday morning, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm five and zero, oh, and I got guys like Chase Claypool, like balled out last like balled, week. I got Chase Claypool. I got Fulgham. I cut him afterwards. I got T. Y. Hilton. Like <laughs> I got half the like. I, I mean, I got some pretty nice IDPs too. Like you guys don't care, but like, dude, like I got to pick up Shaq Thompson. Like people are just idiots, man. Like you just got to really be careful. Just be active. Like if you're a smart fantasy manager this year, waiver wire is a beautiful thing. Especially yeah, with COVID, man. Because it goes both ways. Not only do you not drop the players just because their team has COVID, but you scour the waiver wire for players who maybe are on by this week uh, who have been recently dropped by mistake. Uh, could play to your advantage. Pro tips here at the Fumble Brewski. <laughs> 100%. Um, speaking of pro tips, our, our house on the house is alive and well right now. Back on the um, right track, baby. For those of you who missed out on last episode, we're giving it one more run at building the biggest house that we can. And we got off to the right foot, betting on the Steelers to cover uh, the touchdown spread last week over the Eagles. And, and it was rough. We actually got lucky because Chase Claypool got his fourth touchdown with about three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, it was a grind. It was scary. But we got it. The house is underway. It is currently being built. Dude, we are coming out of the trailer park. Sunnyvale, we will leave you soon, man. Sunnyvale Trailer Homes. Peace <laughs> hopefully, out, buddy. Hopefully we will leave We're you three soon. We're 3-2, guys. Um, we had a nice 2-0, and then 0-2, and, and now we just won again. We actually almost lost the house because we were going to double down on the Cowboys-Giants game. Decided not to. <clears throat> And yeah, Jack good Prescott. thing we didn't do that. Yeah, rip I'm Jack. choking up right now just thinking about it, man. <laughs> He's on my dynasty I mean, team, and I'm praying for you, bro. I'm not cutting you, man. I, you're on my IR, bro. You're staying there for the year. Dak number four. I mean, we you love should you, probably baby. cut him. Never. <laughs> no way. It's dynasty for one, and even if it wasn't. Oh, it's dynasty. For the, for the disrespect, bro, I would not. I would keep him for as long as I could. Mike cut him week. He cut him before waivers even cleared. <laughs> yeah, he just cut him one. heartless. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's an injury you never really want to see happen, especially like of that nature. Really gruesome. Um, and it sucks. But I will say, on a positive note, I heard it's only going to be four to six months recovery, which I guess yeah. is as good as you could have hoped for Dude, for I, an injury like <coughs> that. People are talking about season ending, man. Like career ending. I mean, it is going to be season ending. Yeah, it's going to be season ending, but he he should be good to go next year. 
Yeah, which is way nice better than you could have hoped for. I just, it's scary about that contract for him, man. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he's already been screwed by the <laughs> Cowboys. Uh, so that's why immediately people are saying, like, tweeting at Jerry Jones, like, take care of Dak. Like, don't fuck him over because he got hurt. You know what but I mean? But it's also like a business deal, man. I really don't see them giving him more than a franchise tag again, you feel me? Like, like I totally see that happening just because it's the Cowboys. But then again... I think that'll make deal, bro. that'll make he, it though. That will make him hate the Cowboys that much more, or or just like have this rift go on with Jerry Jones forever. Like I, he, dude, I think he deserves to him, get paid. Give him a four year deal. You're gonna give him what a four year deal coming off yeah. this injury. And what if he sucks? Like no respect, Dak. I hope you're the best, bro. Like I hope because you're of the I injury. Hope, I, what if he's just not the same, man? Like what if he's just not the same? And it's like. Can you justify paying that much to a guy who's? He, I think Dak is an elite quarterback when he's healthy. When he was, he was playing at an elite level, man. I think he's I mean, a top he's three the, quarterback in the league, top five quarterback, easy. You know. Yeah, he's. But he's if he the, goes down at top ten, even you know, if he's the number nine, number ten, can you justify paying him what a top three, top five quarterback gets? I mean, right now, like obviously the Cowboys aren't great right now, but it was to no fault of his. He's the NFL's leading passer, three hundred yards clear of the second leading passer in Josh Allen. So he was doing his job and he was balling out. Um, I I mean, yeah, it's tough because the way the Cowboys have acted in the past gives me no reason to believe that they'll act any differently, especially with him Dalton being hurt. Out? What yeah, if Andy I mean, they're not going to replace out? him. They're not going to replace him with Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's 32. You know, I'm saying like, you can like you can franchise tag Dak or give him like a two year deal. You feel me? With but like either an option, way, or when like Dak like, comes like a, back, like, Andy like, Dalton's not playing. Like like look, even if you give him a multi year deal, you have to structure it and word it that there's got to be clauses for them to escape, which is still just showing they don't trust Dak. You feel me? So like, I mean, they've showed they don't trust Dak continuously every off season, every year when the, uh, contract negotiations begin. They've kind of showed they really don't care that much about Dak because they've paid everybody else but him. Yeah, I mean, dude, Andy Dalton could ball out for the Cowboys, bro. He's still got all those weapons. He's got bro, Zeke, Gallup, Andy Dalton Lamb. is never going to replace that. Like, dude, the Red uh, Rifle? Uh, what? The Red Rifle? The Red Rifle, yeah. He's never going to replace boy, bro. Dak He's Prescott. from Texas, man. You don't think he's hey, dreamed uh, of playing for the Cowboys? Andy Dalton might That's be him, little boy. What if what if they get to the NFC championship, Spencer, with Andy Dalton at the helm? And they lose just because that defense is garbage, you feel me? Like they lose a forty three to thirty eight game. That defense <laughs> is vote. just buns. Well the way they saying? started the season, they are not making the playoffs or the NFC championship because <laughs> right now their defense cannot stop anybody. They're the getting Giants Van put up thirty points on them. They're getting Leighton Van Der Esch back, which, by the way, if you play in IDP leagues, look at him on the waiver wire. I'm tr- currently trying to trade linebackers so I can get him. Nathan, yeah, if you're listening to this, Cowboys, do not pick him up. The Cowboys won this week 37-34 to over the Giants, and it took a last-second uh, field goal. Like, they're not going to make the playoffs if their defense keeps playing like this. But either way, even unless they make the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl, then it's a definite... Dalton's not playing next year unless Dak gets hurt again. And two, even if they do, Foles won the Super Bowl with the Eagles. 
and then Wentz came back, and Wentz was starter. That is also valid. I'm just saying it gives them a little more leverage as to not like sign like Dak to a multi-year deal. Like, I don't think he gets a five-year deal, man. I just don't see it. Yeah, I I, I understand. Which is that what he wants. That's not what Dak's being camp the was, card was not for Jerry fighting. Jones. They were fighting between a four and a five-year deal. Like I don't even think those are in the discussion anymore, man. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, it does, sadly, unfortunately, this is the cause, but it probably does have an impact on how big of a contract he can sign. Um, Prove me wrong. Just because, just because you know, Jerry Jones is going to be like, or the whole Cowboys management is going to be like, yeah, there's question marks now that weren't there before, and Dak really can't say anything to that Prove that will change me their mind. Wrong, Jerry, um, I hope they at least leave that offer on the table, the one they had. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, I personally believe that Dak deserves it and should get paid because I think he's done what what he has been asked of his first couple how years there in Cowboys, Dallas. I don't know how you could be a Cowboys fan if that's and not want to pay Dak. If that's what your management does, bro, like, I'd be well. I think be, even a lot of the Cowboys bro. fans want to pay. That's Dak. what I'm saying. Like, if 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 Jerry Jones like dicked Dak over, I'd be disgusted as a Cowboys fan. As you should be, and I think they would be. I, I think that uh, in the eyes of the fans, Jerry Jones is in the wrong here. Um, but the locker room would kill him, bro. Yeah, I don't know. It would be it would be rough if. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. We'll uh, see how it as plays, it plays out, man. out. Yeah. But what started as a as a very long intro into the house on the house segment, I think it would be nice to take a look. Uh, a quick preview at next week's next week's games. Uh, see if we have any early front runners for yeah, our house to the house snipes, picks. Eh? Yeah, but but guys, send us picks on Twitter. We want to grow this house. We need your help. Clearly, we can't do it ourselves so far. Uh, we so can do <laughs> three and two's not bad, bro. Three and two's not bad. But if you have your locks of the week, send them That's... to us on Twitter. We'll consider them. Talk about them on the next episode. And possibly choose them. But then part of the blame falls on you if we lose. <laughs> Alright, uh, so... I'm low-key looking at the Dolphins, man. I think we See, I was thinking Jets. that as well. I think we the problem them. is 8.5 points is the current oh, spread. damn it. And that's too much. That is too much for the Dolphins. If bro. it was under a touchdown or like 7 or less, I say we hammer it. Dude, because right. it would be the most Ryan Fitzpatrick thing in the world to ball out against the Niners. I know, it would and be. And fall apart against the Jets on a It would be game. a very Dolphins move. Like, a very, very much a thing that the Dolphins would do. Uh, but I think the Jets have a real shot at going 0-16 this year. And they just lost Le'Veon. Darnold's not going to play, I believe. Nobody likes Gase anymore. They're just like a terrible team and a terrible organization. <laughs> I could see the Jets saying, yo, let's collapse so that Gase gets fucked. Right? You know what I'm saying? They just don't want to play for him anymore. Like they, just, they should they'd be like, yo, Le'Veon just got gooked. Like, fuck you, bro. Okay, and let's be real. Let's be real. If Le'Veon signs with the Dolphins and is allowed to play... 500 yards rushing. 500 yards, exactly. At least. More rushing yards <laughs> than he's ever got with the Jets in his career, bro. He had, what, 275? Was that the total? Jesus I think Christ. he had 274 total yards with the Jets. That's 
Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Four <laughs> touchdowns. What happened to you? <laughs> In 2017, he was unstoppable with the Steelers. An absolute monstrosity. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he'll he'll sign with the Dolphins and then return to uh, to form Dude. as he should. And the fantasy days of old, man. Right? Because he should be at least an RB2. He has the ability to be an RB1, a high RB1. And now you can me? barely play him. He was a monster. <laughs> Dude, I mean, he was the pass catch. Like, when David Johnson was David Johnson, they were like, oh, this guy could be the next Le'Veon Bell. Right? But now Le'Veon's one of those guys... That's really fucking over fantasy teams because everyone's like, yeah, it's Le'Veon Bell. I can't bench Le'Veon Bell. But Dude, he doesn't do that, anything. I haven't touched that man in like three years because he's just fallen off the wagon, man. Exactly. He just hasn't done anything. But I think it could be a steal if people drop him in fantasy. I'd pick him up. I'd scour the waiver wire, pick him up if possible. Uh, um, you got to be playing with some idiots if they were like, oh, he's a free agent. Yeah, I'm just going to cut him now. Hey, it's <laughs> possible. <laughs> I I want to join those leagues, man. I hope that Hadley gets a five hundred dollar buy in. It's possible. You remember that guy, Fernando Farca? Fernando Farca. <laughs> he did that um, one time. <laughs> guys, Spencer drafted. Who was it? AJ Wilson. Albert Wilson. Excuse Albert, you, Albert Wilson, because he put his PR rankings. First of all, who who does PRK? When they're fucking drafting, who does the rankings? Okay, no, no, I didn't do PRK. Hello. Exactly. You thought it was PRK. I you thought it, it to alphabetical. No, order. I thought it was just the regular order. <laughs> and then turns out the regular order actually meant alphabetical order, and I didn't realize until what a like, full pick later. Like, we we were doing a draft board that year, so we were like writing it like and like <laughs> action, and so we were a little behind because we were picking so fast. And our commissioner, like two three rounds in, just goes. Who the fuck picked Albert Wilson? <laughs> yeah, he was a solid third round pick. <laughs> okay. He just goes, what? <laughs> okay, I'll admit, I'll admit. I wouldn't call it a fine fantasy moment. <laughs> One of the greatest. I think it was like year four, three or four of the <laughs> league. That was so funny. Hey, I didn't even get slapped that year, I don't think. I know. That's crazy. That's literally like, like you you would have been better served drafting a kicker because you would have actually used the kicker. Hey, I think <laughs> Albert Wilson I think Albert Wilson played like once or twice for the Chiefs that year. I know. That's when he was on the Chiefs like their fifth receiver when they had like Alex Smith who didn't know how to throw downfield. Hey, he so balled out. Oh he balled God. out for like two games. <laughs> on my bench, of course. <laughs> Well, yeah, if you ever need advice on your early round picks, just come to me. I'm clearly very well versed in, in how to handle those. <laughs> Rule number one: Don't put it to alphabetical order. I see it could. It's a common mistake. <laughs> um, looking at the rest of the games this week, I gotta say, the Jets Dolphins game is looking pretty appealing. The other one that looks good is the Patriots over the Broncos depending on if Cam Newton's playing, of course. And then the Colts over the Bengals. Those are the three that I see as clear winners. Cam is active, you said? Yeah, he activated. I had to take him out of my R spot. Uh, So it depends on what the spread is, but if it's... It's going to be... No, it's going to be a big spread. Um, We can check. But if it's not too too big, the Patriots 
over the Bengals looks good. Was that right? Wait, what about that Ravens game? No, the, wait. The Colts over the Bengals. Mm, sorry. Yeah, it is definitely possible as well as the Patriots over the Broncos. Uh, because the Broncos are currently still on their third string quarterback, I believe Britt Ripian. Um Ripian. Rip it Ripian. But, but if Cam Newton plays, there's no match that the Broncos can provide. <laughs> I don't know, man. Rip it Ripian is pretty fire. And Melvin Gordon's gonna probably be be out, so oh, it's true. like a Philip Lindsay game. Which makes it even more likely that the Patriots blow them out. Um, yeah, that could be actually a very nice snipe, Spencer. Could, could be nice. Good. Look at that, buddy. Look at this. We're catching things live on air. Oh, unfiltered, unedited, always. This, it's, this is how dreams are made. It's at minus 10 right now for the Patriots, which is pretty high, but very doable. The Dolphins are at 9.5 right now over the Jets. And then the Colts are at... Uh, minus eight right now over the Bengals. I really don't like betting more than one touchdown a lot. Uh, yeah, but. especially this season. Particularly this season, with the way everything's been working out, I don't like it at all. That being said, it would be fun to bet on the Dolphins nine and a half because I could root for the Dolphins even more. <laughs> it's tough. Tough choice. Tough choice, man. I mean... I mean, we're not going to make a decision right now. Yeah, we're going to look. I, I want to see how the sharp money starts moving. I don't want to see... I want to see if lines get pushed. Like. Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. Uh, we, we're not going to place anything until Saturday. Uh, so that. make sure you listen in on Saturday. Make sure you send us some tips on Twitter at DuffumbleBrewski. Sorry. Um, and, and yeah, we're going we're gonna to build this house together. We got it. Um, but... I think that's all the time we have for today. Yeah, Hundo Pizzle, Nando, my nizzles. any last words? Hundo Pizzle, my nizzles. Stay sharp on that waiver wire. Keep grinding. Keep posting after trades. And look ahead to those weeks, man. The bye weeks just changed up a lot of things. The last little tidbit I thought of is if you had Chargers players um, or if you're looking at a guy like Keenan Allen who got banged up, they just had a bye week this week, so you could trade for Keenan. The owner might be afraid that Keenan's hurt, but he should be fine after this bye week. Um, and you can look at guys who like Mike Williams had a baller game, but he won't show up on your waiver wire as a top ad because he's projected for zero because he's on buy. But you can pick once, him up. Once yeah. again, there is your fumble brewski pro tip. Uh, also, never draft in alphabetical order. Good luck this week. Good up, keep chugging brews, and enjoy it, baby. <laughs>